Welcome, welcome. Uh, 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 thank you for being here. Congrats on another book. Look at this, Creative Quest. Uh, you were just in L.A. You were uh, signing books. Yeah. And you said signing that, a lot of books. You said that your hand still hurts. Dude, I signed probably 2,500 books in, in two days. Holy moly. One of the things in here I thought was cool, I mean, it's, it's how to live your life to its most creative, your most creative life, basically, right? right? I mean, you know, I, I name-dropped Malcolm Gladwell a lot during my last book tour, and he came up with the theory that 10,000 hours of preparation equals genius. And so I guess my editor wanted me to break down what do you do in those 10,000 hours. So we go through everything from the spark of an idea to networking, to executing, and to even, like, failing. Like, every step of creative so you process. About your, your you think failure is a big, important part of... Failure is the most important part, because, I mean, that's where your lessons learn. Like, once you've... Every great person has, has failed. Any person on top has had a failing moment in which they learn from it, and then they become better. That's how you become... Have you ever had a, a, a creative low, a creative low? You know I am about DJ gigs. Yeah. Oh, no. I've seen... First of all, I don't go near you, first of all, because I'm always the guy requesting songs, and you're like, dude, please let me do it. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm like, can you play Rick Astley? And you're like, get out of here, dude! <laughs> Stop asking me to play that. I'm, I'm very meticulous about my DJ gig preparation. I'm like, what, uh, John Nash from A Beautiful Mind, like, putting up math formulas and all that stuff. And um, I get the dream gig of a lifetime, like, early 2016. And... Um, I have four months preparation. I prepared for it. 16 weeks of doing every combination of, you know, BPMs and the key of the song and all that stuff. And it's a six-hour DJ kick. So first hour into it, I think I'm killing it. And our, my host taps me on the shoulder, and I'm trying to ignore him. Like, I thought it was someone just like, hey, man, play Rick yeah. Astley. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's Jimmy here? Yeah, yeah. Right. So basically, uh, taps me on the shoulder, yeah. and I can't say his name, NDA. Uh, and he's like, hey, uh, you're doing a good job. But, uh, you know, I, I love the, uh, the disco and uh, the Calypso and all that stuff, but uh, look at them. And, like, his kids are sitting there like... He's like, they, they, uh, they want to have fun, too. So, uh, you know, pep it up. And so... Did he more sound like, uh... Noah? Yes. Oh, yeah. Noah? That's, that's... Michelle? That's, he, he didn't say those names, but yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. So okay, now, now I'm starting to understand what's yeah. going on. I remember this gig. This was not, it did not go well? It was, he was, the, it, was it forced me into retirement. So, <laughs> suddenly, I became the DJ I hated the most. I'm Googling songs that teenagers like. What is swag surfing? Like, I'm about to have a panic attack, because, you know, this is the one thing I can do in life. And at the end of the night, our host... It's like, so, you know, this is the best time we ever had. Uh, this is the greatest thing ever. And, uh, you know, uh, so you should be proud of yourself. You, you serve the people. You serve the people. You, you did well. <laughs> and he sensed that I felt bad about it. And he's like, well, you know, you're an artist, and I know you had your own agenda and everything, but you, you serve the people. And he's like, so, uh, you, do you feel good? And I was like, yeah, I did, I did serve the people. He said, so you feel better now? And I was like, no. <laughs> no, I'm depressed. Yeah, so I stopped DJing. But six months later, I came back, and now I DJ for kids. So I, I now... I saw you do that. I saw yeah. that you do that. I, I, I like it, because I remember I used to, uh, I've seen you a couple times at Brooklyn Bowl, and then you stopped doing that, and you said, no, I'm at Brooklyn Bowl, but I'm 
I'm doing these gigs around the country during the day. So any place that I used to DJ at now, I DJ like Sunday afternoons and make sure that it's all ages so that mom and dad can bring their two and three year old. Why? Um, because when I was young, I was the person that was, you know, buying the rope, looking at the DJ at a block party. So that experience needs to come back for another generation of people. Like hip hop is now exclusive in nightclubs that you can't get into. Yeah. But it used to be for the, for the people. So that's what I do now. You guys got to check out uh, this book. Congratulations on Creative Quest. Uh, oh, oh, one more thing. Questlove brought a copy of the book for everyone in the audience tonight. So that's what I'm talking about. Hey!